Welcome to Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation in another 20 minutes. We're your casters, Rob and Sev. Well, hello. Nice to speak with you, friend. Yo, yo, yo. There we go. So, let's see. How is topic? Topic? Hold on. Let me get this Sick. There we go. Share. Keep looking for that button. Mm. Well, we're, we're recording. That's good. So. <laughs> That's the key. Yeah. Last time was a doozy of a conversation starter. Let's see what this time will be. What do you think the next big technological advance will be? Did I, did I read that right? What do you think the next technological advance will be? What do you think the next big technological advance will be? Strange. Not advancement. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I thought the question should be. That's why when I read it, I'm like, am I reading this right? Yeah. <laughs> this is, this, you're excited for this one. Your dick got yeah. so hard. Uh, it really did. Yeah, it really did. I, um, I just got a like, technological boner here. Uh, so I think this is like a 60-part question. I'll start with part one. <laughs> Um, so I think uh, probably what's going to happen, I feel like it's going to be a surprise in the sense of everyone Agreed. thinks it's going to be um, AI or general intelligence. And I don't think so. I've been, I was having this discussion with my brother a while back and he was like, that's it. And like a couple of years, we're going to have crazy AI and it's gonna, every job or most jobs are just going to be taken over by this AI and we're going to be chilling and that's it. Like, trust me. And honestly, I've heard that tune for like the longest time. And I, I'm going to say a controversial statement, which I said to him, well, probably a hundred years away. I, 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 yeah. The thing too is I probably agree with you on that part because this was the thing a hundred years ago, we thought we'd all have flying cars. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I don't think we're there in terms of like, I think the thing, the key away from all of this is the energy, you know, or the battery or yeah. something to sustain it. Yeah. And I also do think that it's just the potential money is really high, obviously with AI, but it's not attainable money yet. And I think money talks, you know, always when it mm-hmm. comes to advancements, technological advancements. Um, and I think there's so much R&D that has to be put into AI for it to actually be what it is. And I also feel like the misunderstanding of it, even the label of AI is incorrect. That's why I stated general intelligence. Mm. But uh, it's just a misunderstanding to general population and the misunderstanding of how, how it works and what it is. Uh, machine learning, algorithms, things like that. It's just so skewed because of Hollywood and all that stuff that they, they just, you know, it's not really where you think it is, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just not at that level you're thinking. You know, Siri uses AI, all these other things. They, use, they all use AI, you know, they yeah. use machine learning, which is basically yeah. the tool of AI. So it's just not as advanced. So I don't think it'll be AI. What I think will happen is probably a mixture of material and energy will be the next big jump um 
and big advancement. That means that like we're talking about power, battery structures and components like that. I think um, we'll start going from synthetic to a polymer type of uh, battery uh, sources and material. And I think that advancement, even though it sounds boring and sounds not fun like AI Terminator shit, I think that's probably what's gonna change the world a lot more. Um, I really would love it to be um, AI. I think that is insane. And I think it, it's just such a, it's such a global, like world changing event. I would love to witness the singularity, um, but they've been saying the singularity, uh, like the last time I read, they said the singularity is gonna come between 2022 and 2025. What does like, singularity exactly mean? Like the like it's already like a living like we just created life. Like the artificial intelligence is life. It's on its own. Yeah. Well, basically, the singularity is a, is a point in which right where the that graph where that point gets to where it has the level of human intelligence. That's why they say right when it gets singularity. Supposedly, this is all hypothetical. But right when it gets to singularity, after that, the advancement of that entity will will grow to such a exp- exponential rate in which the human mind would not be able to comprehend it. So to you, it would be like, oh shit, we created something that like uh, thinks like a human within a time frame that is incomprehensible. That thing would have already advanced. Uh, millions of years ahead of its time from what your perspective of the idea is. Basically, like this thing would have evaluated everything in humankind using our very convenient internet um, and would have uh, developed a a more uh, productive and efficient manner in doing everything, right? But that w- it would do that in such a rate that would be incomprehensible to the human brain. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with that stuff because you know what you're talking about <laughs> but oh no i just just vaguely just vaguely yeah i mean i don't know what it would be like to be honest like i i, I have like futuristic thoughts in my head but one advancement in technology i would want is <clears throat> we've kind of seen it is the way we define what houses look like you know okay. four walls okay. Four walls, a roof, you know how houses look like. I, for a long time, we've seen them in like movies and other like things as well, as well as what Kanye's building in Wyoming, dome-like mm-hmm. structures. And yeah. I remember I was watching this Netflix special on this guy who was like a futurist. And he's all like, in the future, we're going to be living in domes. And he's all like, he's like, why would we ever live in domes? He's like, don't you already live in a dome? Like him, like basically saying like your head is a dome. Like you live mm-hmm. inside of it. And I, I would just want to see the restructure of like how homes are built, like to make it in a degree that it's like eco-friendly or just already developed in a sense of like your power is sustainable. You're not, you're, you can be off the grid in a sense of like, you don't mm-hmm. need to be connected to the power plant. I mean, that's still a way to talk about how your water is, but yeah, I, I'm really looking for that next level of like, Hey, the city building, like, I really want the next technical, well, I'm going to take it a step forward. Like I want like a billionaire like Bezos or Gates or Elon or whoever you want to tell, just create the next future city. You know what I mean? Like go to like Nevada, go to some area where it's just desert. No one is there and create the next super eco-friendly self-sustaining city. And when I say that, like all of a sudden, like 
your water, your electricity, um, your food. I would want to see that. I, I want to see the, this future, like the future, future world tomorrow. You know, when you went to Disneyland, you were the, the future, Tomorrowland? Future like, Tomorrowland, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Tomorrowland still exists. Um, but see a Tomorrowland of how the world could be or just take like a block of where 100,000 people can be that. Because I've always had this idea of saying like, it's easier to advance and create something self-sustainable like imagine if you're to turn the Middle East, self-sustainable, it's like all of a sudden all these countries that, you know, are like, we, I don't want to say are backwards because that's not the right word, but it's like they have an advance in their infrastructure. Imagine if you took the Middle East and said like, okay, everything is going to be wind generators, you know, mm-hmm. like you guys have all this area that's not being utilized. There's no one really <laughs> living on these deserts, solar panel, the shit out of everything wind generated and do that. I, I really, I'm gearing towards, the next future to be more, I, I want to say like positive, like eco-friendly is the best way to say it. Like I want the next wave to be eco-friendly or my other love is the elimination of plastic. Whoa. What would you uh, like? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was kind of saying with the nonsense, not from synthetic, but to polymer based. What does polymer mean by the way? Like, is it, um, it's a different type of material. Uh-huh. Uh, that is, I think, a much more like uh, eco-friendly and much more like not, um, not completely like lasts forever. You know, like a plastic bottle will last mm-hmm. forever. So it's like some concept like that. But I, it's on a molecular level. So it's like basically like structures in which you can change it. So you can change it into anything, you know, like it's like when you bond different things together. So it's, it could be a type of molecule of plastic or it could be anything which is more of a natural thing. That's what Elon kind of wants to do. And there's a couple of people speaking of the architecture part of what you're saying. There's a mm-hmm. couple of people like drawing up ideas and plans um, of how they want to like colonize Mars and the buildings they want to build. Mm-hmm. And one was using polymer based uh, uh, structures because they can get the minerals from the ground and use it from there more of a natural source I'm, I'm feeling like you want to have a future architecturally speaking where it's more homogenous with the ecosystem right that's yeah, what you're talking about 100 i feel like yeah. we've gone away from sort of what nature intended in terms of our living structures to sort of mm-hmm. like um I, I don't know the the cookie cutter like neighborhoods i feel like we're so not connected anymore whether it's to the earth or our neighbors like there's walls you know i'm not i'm not a big fan of like i get privacy but like, I feel like every neighbor has a wall up or your structure is like a wall. I, I, I get the, the, the sense of security, but sometimes when I'd watch like futuristic shows and they're all kind of like in sync or with mother nature, or when mm-hmm. I, I would see like futuristic, like future worlds where like plants are part of like the structure itself. Like your, your building is living and breathing as you are living and breathing. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of just envisioned it like sort of like how ants, the weaver ant lives in like the tropical forests and they're all interconnected, but unfortunately they're also constantly at war with other weaver ants. Um, <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I really hope the advancements that we make is like, okay, the last really like 50 years or so we've really like destroyed the planet, like dumped all of our shit into like mother. Earth. I, I never disclaimer alert. 
But like when you watch Aquaman and like when the king of like Atlantis or whatever it is right now, all of a sudden pumps up all the pollution and plastic onto our shores. Like, Ooh, like, like those are the things that I'm like, look, man, we're like killing the lifeline of the planet. You know, we're always like, it, I just want something to come the way of like, okay, we've made things that can last forever, but let's make things that can be biodegradable. Like I recently um, purchased um, shampoo from this company called Bites because yeah. like it's not using plastic. It's literally in a jar and it has these little pieces of like uh, toothpaste and you bite on it and you use it. Or like I have a bamboo toothbrush, you know, I'm not trying to be like this. I want to be a tree hugger to the fullest, but I just want my society to develop ways that, I can become it or to make it efficient or cheaper or eco-friendly. That's the problem though. I have to say, because I'm down, I'm down with that. I love that, that idea of, there's a lot of futurists that love that idea of like one with the earth kind of the future is something that we've, we've realized that, you know, you shouldn't destroy your environment and stuff like that. Totally up for that. But I just feel like, if we're talking about technology and we're talking about advancements, I feel like, unfortunately, you do have to use the resources. And whenever the, the greater and the more advanced you get, the more amount of energy you need to use. So like I've been recently really into this, um, basically this concept of uh, like, civilizations there's like a type one type two type three civilizations yeah. I've ever heard which of one it. are we the kardashoff's scale or whatever oh it's, i've heard of a. I saw this on like one of those cartoon videos yeah we're like not even a type one we're um yeah we're a 0.7 i think on the kardashoff scale yeah and there's like, like six types actually or something yeah. crazy now but like basically explains that um we need to that scale works off of how much energy you use. And the reason yeah. for that is very simple. It's a simple equation that I'm not going to say the equation itself because I don't remember it, nor do I even understand the equation. But the concept was very simple. Is that for, for, for a civilization to get advanced enough to become a type one, it needs to use, its, uh, it needs to use all of its resources of Earth or the planet they live in. That's a type one civilization. So it needs to use resource. That's how you determine how advanced it is. So unfortunately, like we can't, I mean, I can't think of a way in which we would not kind of ruin earth in a way, or at least risk it to a significant amount to be able to get to a type one civilization because we need to control earth. Basically, we need to control all of its energy use. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is to use energy. So it's like kind of like a counterintuitive method, but Unfortunately, if we want to become advanced, like a type two civilization uses its entire solar system, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know how you're going to get that advanced without kind of, you know, doing things that maybe right now on a smaller scale, we feel that it's like kind of sucks and that's kind of terrible. It's like working out. You know how like when you first went to gym, which I've only gone once, so it's really <laughs> easy for me to remember. You know, you go, <laughs> when you first go to the gym, and they explain to you, hey, like, you know, you know what's going on here, right? And you go, what do you mean? I'm working out. And you go, yeah, but you understand the science behind it, right? And you go, no, uh, can you explain that to me? And you go, well, what happens is basically what you're doing is you're lifting these weights and it's ripping your muscles. Yeah. Like it's actually tearing up your muscles. 
And then what happens is that you stop, you wait a day or so, a rest day, so blood flow, blood can circulate back into your muscles and then heal them. Once it heals them, it scars it because it's a scar tissue and you become like basically more muscle, more strength, and you build more muscle tissue. And that's how it happens. The tears get stronger, tears get stronger. That's why you need a rest day. That's also why you need to run before you work out so you can get your blood flow, so you can have the blood circulation, so it can heal that wound. So basically it's the same thing with what's going on with technological advancements, right? So if someone were to tell you, well, like, hey, like, you know, you're ripping your muscles. That's bad. That's like a terrible thing. Why would you want to rip your muscles? In a more linear scale, in a more focused scale, that does sound pretty terrible to rip your muscles. But on a generalized for the whole body as a human being, it's actually a really good thing because you're training your body to be better, but you just have to rip it for a little bit. I feel like that's what's happening with the environment. It's like we're destroying it a little bit, but on a technologically advanced and uh, ideology, we are using its resources to become a better civilization, a bigger one. So I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. Speaking of ripping it, I just farted. Um, okay. <laughs> But Rob, like you make like the point very clear. But I feel like there's gotta be a way that we don't have to completely like max out the Earth. Like there could be like okay, if we're at like point seven, we can maybe jump to one point five by doing something else, like harnessing the complete energy of the sun. I don't know something to that degree. Uh, but I I don't want to risk the Earth because you know the the problem I have is there's no Plan B. I think that's what uh, Bezos' company is called. Like, is it Plan B or? or Blue Origin. Blue Origin. Uh, plan B is something. The opposite of Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Elon, Elon's idea. So Elon and Bezos, they have two different ideologies. Elon's cool. is Plan B, which is go to a different colony. Let's colonize other places. Bezos is actually not. Bezos is let's figure out a way. His generalized thesis and goal is to get um, to be uh, like, a species that is like basically on ships, large ships. Really? I didn't yeah. know it. I, I, I didn't know this is like living on ocean. So like, we're going to be like aquanauts, like living underwater and like yeah. having a water world or something like that. I don't know. If oh, that's oh, no, no, spaceships. Oh, spaceships. Yeah. Like his idea is basically, uh, I think from what I remember, why it was called Blue Origin was basically like it's a reference to them coming from Earth, but mm -hmm. also like they want to not affect Earth as much. So if you live outside of Earth, then it'll be efficient. It's just his idea of going to a different planet is not the most efficient one. He's still going to do it. I think he's going to Mars. But Elon's a straight up like we need to colonize other planets. Let's get the hell out of Earth. Watch uh, Amazon get... Prime fucking Mars, bro. <laughs> Watch him do it. Fucking Mars with Prime. Like, hey, I imagine bet. the price on the shipping price. You know, you're on Mars and you're like, how much do you think this Prime shipment will cost for toothpaste? <laughs> no, like, you know what bothers me about these advances? If all these motherfuckers brought their resources together and said, hey, let's save the world, like the fucking Justice League or the Avengers, they mm. can do it. But they're like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to be my own Batman and fight in my own city and like save the day. But in case something goes wrong, then I'll assemble everybody. That sounds really awesome though. I don't know. You were saying it in a negative way, but that sounds really cool. It's like Bezos, Elon, Gates, Steve. Yeah. Imagine like, if we all got together, yeah. 
they all just formed the United and they created Captain Planet and saved the world. But they're just like, what is my stock at? It's like only a thousand dollars. It's too low. And blaze it. And blaze it, bro. Let me light this blunt up and smoke it. Jeff Blazos. He's the only one that hasn't blazed it. No, I mean, I feel like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like that. I'm just very concerned because there's a lot of talk about like crazy ass things, like I just mentioned with the whole like basically living on spaceships and going to Mars. I do that. All- yeah, it's like a lot of fun ass shit that's like amazing. And I'm just really concerned. It's the same crap they said to us 20 years ago when they're like, that's it, man. We figured out solar panels. So we're going to be like living off the grid. Like we already figured it out. Like, and nothing happened. And it just took so long. So I just, I hope the new advancement is something that can make progress happen in a much faster rate because it's far too slow. I, a- I, I, I agree. You're right. I, I just hope that advancement actually impacts millions of lives. And, but at the same time, I'm always that like conspiracy theorist thinking like they already have several things in development. They already know it works. They just want to make sure it controls like then population because they don't want to create all of this advancement. And then everybody's sort of like, they don't really need the government or we're all living in peace. You know? No, I feel you. I feel you. It's a conspiracy side, but it's also kind of real as, we've as we've noticed you know with planned obsolescence that's planned obsolescence uh, um define it for me because i don't know what it is oh it's like when you make a uh, so uh, like uh, it used to be a conspiracy now it's a proven fact it's an actual (laughs) fact but it's when a company makes a product and has tested it to such an extent that it specifically makes that product malfunction at a specific time either by manufacturing or by material like our iphones Exactly. So for iPhones, it's become much easier. So it's just by quote unquote updates. So Apple actually did get caught and was cleanly fined. And it's an actual process that uh, in which they actually, when they do an update, it messes up the uh, two generations before iPhones. And that's just a, it's a very simple planned obsolescence. So a company, for example, a company that did not do planned obsolescence, and this is the this is the counterpoint to it, and the very unfortunate part about reality when it comes to manufacturing and things like that is that when you don't utilize planned obsolescence, unfortunately, in a in a, a very aggressive environment such as this, a capitalistic one, your company doesn't survive, and your product sometimes doesn't even survive. And an example for that was the radio. So the radio, the hand radio was never made with planned obsolescence. It was made to be extremely efficient. As a result, I forgot which company it was. It was like one, one of the major companies and eventually all of them went bankrupt because no one else bought a radio. It was just always worked. It worked for a very long time. It didn't mess up. So you have to be able to calculate that into products that are complex because uh, as a result, you'll just basically sell an iPhone that is like always perfect. I mean, there are limits, obviously, and I think it's illegal. I'm not sure if it's illegal. It's like one of those unethical things. But like, for example, Teslas, they have a updating a software, right? Yeah. So when you buy a Tesla, actually, it's the only vehicle product. It's the only vehicle ever um, in history of vehicles that you can have a better one. by You bought it like a year later, it could be better. You know, no other vehicle is like that. Just you buy because it, of its update. Just because of its updates. But also there's a counter to that too. I mean, Elon can very simply 
apply planned obsolescence to this too. And maybe your Tesla in five years, suddenly when the new model's coming out, starts glitching. I think the only thing that could lead that way is just maybe the batteries or just like the material that it's built out of. I don't know yeah. about that. Because honestly, at the end of the day, you just got to figure out how to, the battery source, which is honestly one of the topics of our conversation, the next technical advancement. But my two cents is, I hope if someone was to come up with something to include your, what, uh, what was that term you were using? Uh, the thing, the one that negates something, doesn't make it work good. Planned obsolescence. <laughs> plan obsolescence. I have someone that makes a plan obsolescence thing that essentially what it does, it's, it goes into the air and collects emissions and like it's like an emission sucker. You know what I mean? Imagine if something would go on and suck up pollution. Like it, Twister with the little thingies that are spinning in the air when they release yeah, them. Yeah, like it just goes and it's just, but it's bigger. It could be more. It could do more and it just yeah. sucks things in and all of a sudden it's byproducts are diamonds and that way oh. diamonds are worth shit. Well, I mean, yeah, you mean just making carbon, uh, organizing them into a linear thing structure so they can become diamond. Yeah, like a carbon sucker. <laughs> yeah, um, they do have that. You can, they, people do make carbon into diamond. Uh, it's, it's called um, uh, fucking not artificial diamonds, but synthetic diamonds, I think it was called. Um, they're just shitty and no one wants synthetic diamonds, unfortunately. They want like naturally occurred diamonds and shit. That are come from the harvestation of people's bodies dying in Africa. Yeah, North Africa. Africa. Yeah, Fuck. Blood Diamond. Yeah, pretty good, much. Good Leo movie, though. Very good. Underrated Leo movie. Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit for it. He really doesn't. He had an accent, too, dude. Can you ever, like, imagine Leo, like, popping out an accent? That's pretty crazy. I don't know. But with that said, we bid you all a good night. Touche. Good night.